Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. It's Thursday night. It is time for the Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea. Welcome back, Mr. Shea. We've had a uh, crazy couple of weeks. Missed our podcast last week. Oh, that's right. We got to go see Collision. Oh, and, and Ring of Honor. Dear God, holy. Ring of Honor. Let thank, me tell you. Thank God for comp tickets. Um, I couldn't. Wow. Man, they'd have to pay me to watch some of that shit. Honestly, <laughs> and I hate to sound like just a typical critical douche, but oh my god, that Ring of Honor! I've seen indie shows that are way better. You want to see a better indie show? Uh, Crossfire Wrestling's having a show down in St. Catharines. You want to see a better show with a story and that kind of thing? Because you got money and a fancy entranceway doesn't mean crap. That show, I could, if I I could take. 20 guys from Ontario and put a show together that was like that was much like it didn't mean anything and not to take away there's guys like I feel so bad for Bennett Canellis and uh, and uh, Matt Taven because they're stuck with this infantry like I mean he was booking Dark the one dude from the infantry apparently if he's booking this and has some say, just stop now like he they are not main event guys they are guys that should be in there jobbing to guys that are over like let's go back to focus the spotlight why are you focusing the spotlight on that if i've mm-hmm. got a backyard of gems and my dog and penelope murder dog goes and takes a shit out there i'm not focusing on this shit okay i'm gonna focus on the gems that are out in my or pieces of gold, or the nice plants or whatever that's you know what i mean it's like not to take away but they have nothing they can do some cool stuff. Great. There's, I can pick 20 guys that can do what they do. Like, in Ontario alone, I can take a look. And it, it's just... Man, it is... Whatever hours of our lives that we gave to that, we'll never get back. I didn't watch Collision. because I mean, we were, the, we were there. Hours. Yeah. Oh, good yep. God. We were there, so I didn't watch Collision. Did you watch Collision? Saturday? I did not. I did not. I, no. I, I wanted to because I want to see how, how Ethan Page came out because yeah, that segment Ethan's was good. Ethan is fantastic on the mic. He's a good worker in the ring. And, you know, him working an actual program with with MGF would be great. Oh, and my previous comments, that was just referring to Ring of Honor. 
because that was that was I mean it's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, the Ethan page, the page, page of that was really bad. Having yeah. having Ring of Honor at the end of the night and having what was it ten matches? Oh my god, it, it, it was ridiculously long. It felt like ten matches. If, uh, it but was it was just so how many six man tag matches do you need? You I know. know. How many, it's like okay, I can appreciate you have a lot of talent that you want to get visibility to, but having these multi person matches isn't doing yeah. it. Well, just yeah. a spot fest doesn't unless get you're, you involved. Unless you're building something. It, it doesn't. I mean, it goes back to sometimes Ring of Honor or whatever way back in the day. Sometimes it, a couple of guys are just I'm like, oh, my goodness, what is this? It was too spotty. It was just bump, 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 bump. It's like, you know, when you play music, you've got you've got to uh, you, you, you've got to play the pauses. Mm-hmm. They don't play the pauses. It's like you they've got their they got the, they do the stuff and it's just go, 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 go. If there's no I, I think I said it on here, there's peaks and valleys. Yes. And if there's never a valley, you got a straight line and you're dead, just like in the hospital. When mm-hmm. that line goes straight, you're dead and that's it. Absolutely. You need to keep that bump 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 well, you know it's like keep them get getting the fans up keep getting them involved well that's it so it was a two-pronged issue here one you had too many shows in too close to area over oh the absolutely, period of time, right? absolutely so you had the forbidden door on sunday you had actually collision uh, on the friday night uh, saturday Saturday the night before because that was a live one first uh second one second one yeah and that's the one where ipw's own crew got to yes. tag with uh, Tarek yes to take on Big Bill and uh, Moriarty Moriarty yeah in, on Ring of Honor and, um, I was, they actually had, got stuff in they, I they had a chance stuff. to talk to him at the, the Kennedy Day show and he was very appreciative of the amount of offense that Bill was willing to get let him get over and uh, he said it's the first time he's ever been in the ring and actually felt small yeah, he's nearly seven. What, everybody's footer, right? huge, right? Because so, what? Well, yeah, Bill's what? The six ten or yeah, something, something like that? Six eleven? Yeah. yeah. And uh, but anyways, it was the the whole fact that they have so many shows in such a short, uh, a, a small window of, of location, whereas if they had done, um, they London. actually moved it to London or Kitchener or even further away, they yeah. would have had a better opportunity to actually build their audiences. Yeah. Get more people because. From what I saw, apparently they had three thousand on uh, Wednesday and three thousand, right, three thousand on Thursday for Collision as well, at the first. Something first... like that, yeah. Because they said that. I mean, I know that it had went up. I think it was close to four. I think we went over the number. Sorry, we, that was last week that we yeah, didn't do that. But it it hopped up when they announced. They started announcing Punk and some different things. Yeah. And it, it did all right. Like I mean, numbers numbers got a little bit better but i mean you have an arena that that arena was empty i mean comparatively and, yes and it was quiet i mean like there's times you could have heard a mouse fart i mean it was like and it's more so a it's too long like you said and mm-hmm. the ring of honor stuff was on last yes. um like ring of honor i mean they can really do more like i've got i've got two replacements that can take over the man scout spot right now <laughs> and they're already on your goddamn show tony like these guys That's are right. way better than I mean who comes up with these gimmicks and stuff like holy hell well, I mean that's never a, what it was amazing. was about right it was amazing to see that the lack of, of, of consistency and the lack of um, star power like when you think about it okay yes MJF is a champion but really from a star power you had Rusev Punk Punk was a run in and that come was, out for color commentary that was it really well, I mean, he's supposed to be part of collision. Okay. Yeah. I can appreciate that from a TV standpoint, 
But if you're actually wanting to sell tickets and get audience participation, that's not how you do it. Yeah, I mean, it was I'm almost sorry. like, I mean, no wonder it went down to what, 452,000? No wonder it went from the first shows being just under 900,000 down, what, eight six? No, it was eight, 816. And it, now, in two weeks later, it's dropped down to 552. This that was a throw, I, or sorry four fifty two that was a throwaway show because from what I saw and I have to apologize I didn't watch Collision Saturday Night I'm thinking I'm at the goddamn show <laughs> like you know I'm gonna, I'm not gonna but it's like I nothing from me watching that really made me I gotta watch Collision like that first show was so good what the hell happened you know I mean I don't I don't know like they got cocky I want them I want them to succeed so bad. And that's why I'm so passionate when I say it's not just to shit on him and shit on Tony Khan and show how much I know or any of that kind of crap because it's not, I can always learn more. I would love to be in a room with a lot of those guys up there and learn what they do, learn the production and learn a lot of this stuff. But you know what? I'm going to call what I see and it, it just, it's bad. Well, I'd like, love to know whether or not Tony Khan was either drinking or on drugs because he came out twice during that, that, uh, that show, once before the start of collision once hang on the views expressed expressed by tim ferguson does not represent those of independent pro wrestling or pro wrestling viewpoint <laughs> go ahead <laughs> but i tell you the guy comes out and he just doesn't know when to shut up you know if you want to be vince mcmahon act like vince mcmahon yeah but don't come out here and and continue talking and 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 that's all you get and it's like he he doesn't know should i stop now should i keep going am i going to get over in this it's like no just stop and then the second time he came out, right before Ring of Honor, I could have swore he was either he was, wasted to or me, he was on, he was on drugs. It sounded like he was slurring his words. I think I said to you then, I go, is he slurring his words? Yeah, because you there know. was just nothing there. There was nothing of value in him coming out, to thanking me, people. It's like, to, no, 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 no. You, you, you're you supposed to be pumping people up because you've got people leaving because it's going on 1030 and you still have who knows how many matches yeah. going on. Yeah. And I get, well, this is the thing. I get them doing that to change some things around. But, you know, this is what killed me at the beginning. We came in, and they had the dark match. They had Pat Buck versus Smart Mark Sterling, yes. I believe. Dark match. It's just to test everything, cameras mm -hmm. and everything else. They have that match. The fans are up finally. Like, they're up, and they're like, let's go. Okay, now we're going to take 10 minutes to change aprons and all this stuff that we really didn't have to not have set up to begin with. And that, I, I, to me, I think that killed the crowd. The crowd was like, it, yeah. it took them down a lot of notches. Because a lot of people actually thought that ROH was coming up next. Well, right? the, well way, was, the way it was, right? They actually played that I, video. I heard people saying, yep. oh, ROH is first. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then it was like, okay. And then, but they had the collision stuff up. I was like, TBS, why are they still on? Like the ROH turnbuckles weren't, weren't mm -hmm. up. And I'm like, then they went with collision. And it was like, so why didn't you just keep to have the collision stuff up, go through the matches instead of taking that second because that poor ring announcer, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Dasher. Yeah, she was trying Dasha to keep, Fuente, that, keep that crowd going as yeah. much as she could. Oh, but yeah. it's like, oh my God, that's a crowd killer. Yeah, there's only so much you can do. There's only so many times you can try to talk people and, and get decent conversation because let's face it, the crowd isn't there to be your, 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 your sidekick. No. Right? You're merely there trying to hype the crowd up. But if you're spending so much time and then being told to sit down, because there's a couple times that you could tell that she was being told to sit down because of the way she she just all of a sudden stopped and went back to the, her corner by the uh, the timekeeper there, right? Mm -hmm. And then she came out again. And it's like, you know, 
you can't start and stop because the audience is not going to stand for it. Yeah, and I mean, you got She was doing her best. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you can really see the difference. The Kitchener show for WWE between Kitchener and the show in, and they didn't need to rent cops with fifteen or whatever. They should they should have went to Kitchener. That'd have been the perfect size for what they had. Mm-hmm. Tar- with that and tarped uh, off some of it, it wouldn't look so empty and it would have had more of an atmosphere. But g- sorry, I digress. When we go back to uh, WWE and Kitchener compared to Dynam or not Collision and Raw or goddamn Ring of Honor, <laughs> yes. it was like. Man, night the way they put that together, pace it, book the show. I mean, there's, there's. A, let me tell you, and we both know this, because you've been there when we talked about booking. There's way more to booking than just throwing matches up there. Mm-hmm. There's a way you put the matches in, who you put where, how. Like, there's reasons you do things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and Tony Khan doesn't have the experience. No, he and doesn't. if QT Marshall and what was the dude's name? The what's his name? Uh, that, that's with Jarrett and uh, those guys. Um, he's with oh, Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt. If they cannot tell him, or if they're the ones do formatting that and it's wrong, because I heard that it was what's his name, QT Marshall, that does the formatting. They need to be fired. Mm-hmm. Because that is not... You have guys there that have done booking. You have guys available and can at least come in and help you with that part. You have the money. Stop wasting it on all the Young Bucks buddies that don't contribute shit. And you know what? Bring in somebody that knows what he's doing. You don't need to be WWE lighter, WWE 2.0, or a copy of WWE. But you have those guys come in to make the show flow properly. Like that first collision was tremendous. And then I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it was a guest booker that they had on. Oh my uh, God. I'm gonna have to actually take a look and see where uh, um, Eric Bischoff sits on this because he apologized for all the things he'd said about AEW and Punk and yeah, Punk and, and that. that. Yeah. And I'd like to see where he sits now because I happen to see a, uh, a Vince Russo post, and I know how much you love Vince Russo and the the, the fact that. They dog on Russo for for um, basically if it wasn't made wasn't popular it wasn't by him or sorry if it was popular it wasn't done by him. That's right. Um, oh, that one. About- the fact that he not only has Tony Khan ruined one show, not two shows, but now three shows, and I thought okay, that Vince, is awesome. Vince Russo <laughs> needs to shut his <laughs> shut his gob because you know what? Even Tony. Okay, so Vince Russo was under the learning tree. Had Pat Patterson, Jr., mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, Jim Cornette. Uh, man, if you can't learn to run a proper show, because okay. when he went over to WCW, yeah. oh my God, he crapped in the bed and rolled in it. He like free ring. It's Absolutely. like you. He had no clue. He's an ideas guy. We're gonna put a uh, pit bull on a pull match and in a cage with a shark cage with with mom. with <laughs> with sharks with laser beams. You know, like wow. Jesus Christ, man. You know, I'll give Tony Khan credit. It's better. He's done more, and he, his shows are better than goddamn Russo's. I mean, because Russo is, oh my God, that guy does not have a clue. I mean, you know, I couldn't spell cat if I spotted them the C and the T. I swear. It's like he's just terrible. I mean, and to talk about Khan, yeah, you know what? Collision went down. You know what? It's always going to be up for the first one. Mm-hmm. And on a Saturday night, 
I don't know about you, for that demographic, when I was in that demographic, I'm not staying on a Saturday night to watch wrestling. Okay, I might have. So. No. I might have sometimes because it was WrestleMania, <laughs> or not WrestleMania, Saturday Night Live was on, right? But, right? Or main event, sorry. And I would stay home to watch that. But, I mean, it's going to go down. But, I mean, the product does have to get better. I see, but... I'm not going to give Russo any credit because stop acting like Tony Khan screwed up because it's still farther than whatever these guys would do. I mean, and I was going to say the uh, the Warner Brother executives they wanted wanted four thousand four hundred thousand or over and they'd be happy. Yeah. And they're like because they're and in the demo demos that they were doing, I think it was a point nine for whatever they had in there. Point oh nine. Point oh nine. Sorry. Yeah. Point nine. <laughs> That'd be yeah, point zero nine. Uh, yep. And then it was point two one. I think it was that yes. uh, they've been drawing. So you, they're they're happier than a pig and poop. Yeah. You know, somebody was like, yeah, well, they're not going to be happy because of whatever. And I said, the sponsors are going to be more than happy because their demo is tremendous. Well, that's it. You, they're looking at it from a point of view of what, what's the return on investment for their, their advertising. That's right. right. And as long as you're able to maintain that level, um, you know, so if they're between 400 and 500, well, look, they're solidly in there right there with 452, right? Yeah. So if that's the number that they're shooting for, great then maintain that but if you cannot put a decent product on week after week and have consistent booking that's yep. going to engage the audience that's going to try to bring more people in because let's face it we all talk about the number of hours in a week that you're willing to give to wrestling mm -hmm. now whether it's your, your lifestyle whether or not it's your your work habits your family whatever it happens to be you have to be able to to be able to focus on your product to get as much variety around that whole circle of opportunity yeah. as you can. Well, you look at I and mean, if you look at uh, WWE, mm -hmm. not everybody who watches SmackDown or Raw watches the other. That's right. Uh, you know, because people will have it's. Let's take another TV show. Totally, people that watched the Sons of Anarchy mm -hmm. are not watching Mayans. Some people well, that watched Mayans didn't watch Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that like you create or, you know, some people watched um, Breaking Bad but didn't watch Better Call Saul. Yep. Or vice versa. They haven't. So the thing is this, like, you have to, you create your own separate brands because people are, don't, like you said, they don't want to watch seven hours. Was it two, four, five? What? Do, yeah, is it five hours of wrestling from... AEW, yeah, five yeah, hours. Five hours. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to watch. Oh, oh and Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. So because some of it carries over. Yeah, so, so there's another. Is that an hour or two? I think it's hour. One hour. So six hours to watch it. WWE's genius because they've kept the SmackDown stuff separate. If not, they did a whole showing what happened mm -hmm. to keep you involved. When they didn't, they got the split. Yep. SmackDown and Raw. So if I don't, I'm watching just Monday. So that's it. <laughs> I like these guys. That's it. Or. Man, I gotta watch the bloodline stuff, but that's it. They're getting their two hour, two, three or two hours on either show. They don't have to watch five hours of wrestling to keep it going, mm -hmm. and that's brilliant. Like, and that's and Tony Khan's got it. And, and honestly, if he's booking four four different shows, mm -hmm. that is too much. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can book four different. Like, it is tough. You've got other people there to help you. Jake Roberts booked booked um georgia championship wrestling at one point he was on helping book with with wwe but i think he's great because he can book for himself well we've but we've, we beat this there's so many guys. so many times because the, the roster they have of people and well we're, we're appreciative of the fact that you know um, brian danielson is now part of the, the the creative 
and who knows what else. For, the, for the one show, right? Yeah. Well, for the one show, who knows what he's, yeah. he's contributing to the other shows. But the, the number of wrestling minds that you have available that could be helping to mold each one of these broadcasts into something that is unique, mm-hmm. that is consistent, yeah. and that will help to elevate all the talents on the show, right? You don't have this consistent draw of one-off matches, forbidden door type quality. And don't get me wrong, I, I'm a big wrestling fan and I love the, the dream match, right? Yeah. But when it's a dream match with somebody that you really haven't seen before, unless you are a hardcore fan who watches all of the international stuff. Excalibur. Right? <laughs> unless, unless you're one of those people, you don't get the true appreciation for it. And AEW is not achieving the value monetarily from that, let alone the recognition of saying, hey, not only are we better than WWE because we can have all these different matches that anybody would love to have, but we can do it better than they can. You remember the back, I remember when they started, and even going back to All In, the original. Mm Mm-hmm. Took them 30 minutes to sell out. All these places were selling out up till about a year or so ago. Now, man, they could barely fill a 5,000 seat arena. And and how come Forbidden Door wasn't sold out in minutes? Like everything, there's something. See, and people are getting a hardcore fan market. I don't get all kinds of heat with that. <laughs> but the people that have heat with me that won't say anything goes down the road and around the corner. Um, but the hardcore fans are, you know, are not what sustains a company. You got to do something for them, absolutely, and you know you got to do something for each of the markets. But you got to start bringing in other fans. That's right. You know, I mean, it, it's it's like it's like our shows. You know, honestly, you have these people online that bitch and complain or do whatever. I don't even listen to half of them because you know why? They don't go to shows to begin with. They have no interest of coming to my show, so I could care less. You know, there's guys like, you know, Chris uh, Carvello. Uh, Adam Beasley, Matt Hencher, uh, you know, um, guys like guys like that that go to shows and and, uh, the, and the, the guy what's his name that ha- he has the podcast as well um, with Wes uh, Je- uh, Jess Jesse and I can't remember his name but you know guys like those guys that go out to shows but they support and contribute they support you know what I'm gonna listen to Jesse Callahan yes I'm going to listen to those guys all day long do you know and like and you know why it's because they actually contribute like you said mm-hmm. and they have an in, they they like pro wrestling they actually have a They'll probably come out, and they're a fan that I would want to. And they, yeah, they're considered hardcore fans, but they're a fan I'm gonna I'm gonna want to bring in, mm-hmm. and I want to listen to. But s- some of these that just go on the internet, the bitch you hear, the bitch and the complain you talk about. When was the last time you show? Oh, about twelve years ago. So I, I at my this point, I, don't, I could care less what you think, because you are never coming to one of our shows. Exactly. Well, regardless whether or not Forbidden Door sold out in record time or not, they had apparently the third highest gate. Yes. For North America. Outside of the WWE or Canada, I'm sorry for Canada. Yeah, uh, WrestleMania six and WrestleMania eighteen being the other two. Yeah, right. So to have a one point two million dollar gate is yeah. phenomenal. It is. It's tremendous. But I was just thinking as I just thought about it as we were talking. I'm thinking all those sellouts. I remember people mm-hmm. like I was waiting in the queue for an hour and I couldn't get a ticket yeah. and that kind of thing. And then now it's one of the. It's you know. So you have to think. Okay, the rose, the bloom is off the rose here, or what's well, that's the, the thing you know? about doing someplace different, right? So if you look at 
London, right? Yeah. So now they sold another what uh, ten thousand seats, another nearly seventy five thousand. They're now set for eighty seven thousand. Yeah, they have they're, they're kind of trying to increase it more, but good on them for selling their tickets. But again, it's that one off. It's the first time. Yeah. What happens if they go back? Yeah. Right? Is it again just like a, any type of first show or first offering? You're always well, going to have people go. Like the TV shows. Exactly. Right? You know? You're always going to have people go similar to a car wreck, right? Mm -hmm. They want to see what's going to happen. Well, and the first time, well, the numbers were up for Punk, but when he went on, he was on Rampage, he's, highest rating they had was, what, 1.1 1, 1 or something like that? But they did, you know what I mean? It brought mm -hmm. it up, and, and Collision obviously was almost a million. And, you know, uh, Dynamite, when it started, was 1.2, you know, um, for a show but it's that it's that curiosity factor you know you're driving by a car wreck you gotta look you know mm -hmm. they want to see what it what it's all about and if you don't hook them coming in and make them go i gotta see you next week well we get, this is what happens you drop off like that i mean what looking at this what is compelling other than i god bless mjf and uh and uh, adam cole baby <laughs> <laughs> the uh um what they're doing i was watching that before you got here yeah. and i'm just loud i'm like what the hell i'm like it's gold the way they're playing that up and that oh, kind absolutely. Of it. it's just no different and, than when mjf did it with with jericho yeah. right he he is a very good he's a good character actor 100 yeah. percent. And, and he can do all these different character things and that's what you want from a draw yeah right? and that's what you want to build for but you don't have that consistently across all the people that you're showcasing across your tv show yeah right and you need to have that and if you want to have consistent million dollar gates for all these shows on a regular basis, not just a one time because it's a forbidden door yeah. or first time in but the that, UK. But that's the thing I was saying. The only thing that's got me interested right now is what, what's, what's MGF and Adam Cole going to do? That's what I, because the rest of it, I'm like, I could care less about Ruby Soho, Storm, Soraya Page, whatever you're calling it. Like, I don't care. I mean, and Britt Brit Baker, I like, and she has something, they have some other people, I like some of the younger girls they're bringing up, like, the new ones they've brought in, they, they found fresh talent, mm -hmm. because the Soraya Storm, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, blooms off the room. You know, I, it, I, the, it never, it never flowered, <laughs> I was like, this is it, I'm like, does it need rain, does it need some more, <laughs> like, that, that rose ain't gonna, I just don't care, and people are like, oh, that's terrible, you say women's, well, it's not women's wrestling, I like Britt Baker. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, I would so like to see a roles, lot yes. of Britt Brit Baker stuff. She's the face of that women's division, honestly, and they should be focusing. They focus on her, they do. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, I like uh, Willow Nightingale. I like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sky Blue. Um, Jamie, was it Jamie Starks, the young girl that they just signed to? You know, some good fresh talent. Mm -hmm. But then they've got, uh, what's her name? Remember she was with Punk? I can't remember her name. Back in WC, WWF, uh, she's the professor on here. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I'm having a total brain fart. Well, she's out right now. I don't. Yeah. I thought she was injured. But oh, she, Serena Deep. Serena Deep. She's not the one. She's gold. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I'm like, like that. That character. That talent. You know, I like that. It's. Mm -hmm. I mean it's not women's wrestling it's the generic bs of a lot of these the women that you know jamie haters out 
Mm-hmm. Uh, injured. She's coming back though. It's supposed to be for uh, All In. Right. I can't wait because I don't mind her. She's developed a character. Before she was just hanging out, hanging around uh, Britt Baker. Yes. You know, and I mean, you know, so they have some good people. They just have to leer. Who's the top guys? Who's the hang around? You know, it's like a movie. There's the top guy. There's the top guy's best friend. There's the the, the bad guy involved in the foil. There's the, this, you know, but the, they and they have to realize that in, the, in this company, everybody has that role. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's not the women's wrestling. It's the that division there, mm-hmm. and they've got more that they could be focusing on. Well, it's no different than as we said about all the rest of the company, right? And and unfortunately, the women's division is, is um, just as much a victim as the men's for the fact that you don't have proper care you don't have people who are able to evaluate character interest and evaluate um, audience interest when it comes to certain angles and being able to just cut you know just get rid of the dead weight and move on right yeah kill an angle we've seen it done before you know you drop something like a hot potato if it's not moving right yeah You've got more than enough talent out there, and you've got more than enough airtime, right? If your if your aim is to be able to sell merchandise and sell tickets, then you need to pivot as quickly as you can. And yep. If you don't have somebody who's got a pulse on, on the uh, paying attention to the pulse of the, the audience, then you're not doing your job, right? Yep. And whoever is booking these and, and booking the the live shows, they're gonna have to do a better job, because if, if what we saw uh, last week is consistent throughout the board you are not going to build audiences you're going to see the the path of um empty stadiums very quickly you know sorry because you made me talk about the live shows you keep doing this people leave but then he was trying to say with saskatchewan oh it's not drawn because it's summer and people go out and something about the crime rate tony khan was saying i I think it was crime rate in canada in in saskatchewan Saskatchewan. or something like i'm positive but he said about Oh, people don't go to events and whatever, and I'm like, you do realize this is the 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 uh, Rough Riders, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, sell out their arena every week, right? <laughs> like, no, you have to have a product people want to go see That's right. because people travel and stay the night to watch mm-hmm. the Rough Riders games. So it's positive. He said something about crime rate. I was gonna, and I forgot to put it down on what we were gonna talk about. Yes. But so the but, guy who you know sells out. Chicago. Yeah. But, oh you know, God. crime rate. Yeah, no. yeah. And it's like, stop making excuses. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're doing these shows, and they weren't on up here. Mm-hmm. Because they don't get, we don't get TNT in Canada, unless they're finding a stream online like I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they look at, at the Rampage stuff, well, okay, you're doing Rampage. Well, what the hell's going on on Rampage? We don't watch it up here. We don't have the station. Because I don't think it's not. Yeah, on, it's it's, I'm sure it's available on cable. It went on. Well, not on. On the cable packages somewhere. A TNT isn't though. Oh really? Yeah, because that was the same thing with WCW Thunder back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't on. You know, uh, it's, it's one of those things where now they have it on. TSN. TSN. Okay. It's like TSN four or something like that. <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Two o'clock in the morning. On a Tuesday. <laughs> you know. The so, last Tuesday of the month, right? <laughs> but uh, but it, but I, I laugh because it's, uh, you know, you don't have that up here. People aren't gonna want to go watch it, mm-hmm. right? So because they can't follow what's going on, people want something that's episodic and they want to be able to follow it. 
So that's the original point when it came to separating the three we're talking about. They right. got 130 talent under contract, which is crazy for three shows. I I would cut at least 30 of those people. Oh, and, easily you cut 30, you and then have... and break them up to the three shows. Definitely, and you have more than enough top talent that you could have all three shows have quality top talent, top talent, yes. and building up these new guys. Yeah, because right? you could put 40 on. 40 on Collision and, or, and Dynamite and another 20 people, the young guys on uh, on uh, Rampage. the Rampage show and then have some extras go over to, if you want, go over to Ring of Honor to, yep. to boost it up, you know? Exactly. Well, speaking of one-off opportunities, they also apparently showed the uh, Eddie Kingston winning the New Japan Openweight title from Kenta. Yeah. And, again... Um, how does this help AEW, right? Does this do anything, right? Does this do anything for Eddie Kingston, who hasn't really been booked well in the last well, little well, while? He, he was kicked right? off of, he was banned from Dynamite. Uh, he went to Ring of Honor, and then not even a month later, he was back fighting the Blackpool Combat Club yeah. on Dynamite. Well... Exactly. I thought he was kicked out, so didn't like that. Oh, but it's Forbidden Door or something. It's like that doesn't matter. I thought he was kicked out. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. It's have some continuity and and make it. You got to do stuff and stick with it. That's right. You know, it, it's. I mean, Eddie Kingston beating Kenta. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I see his his promos and he goes. You know, and he's saying, oh, I don't respect you, I don't respect you, I don't like this guy, I don't like that guy, blah, 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 and going on, it's like, you're, you're, you're killing them. You're saying they're no good and you don't respect them. So the fans out there are going to think the same thing. And if this these guys are garbage that you don't respect and they wind up beating you, you just got beaten by crap. Yeah. It, it does. Everybody, oh, he's such a great promo. No, actually, he's not. You know, he just comes off bitter and hating everybody that, I don't know, needs to go smoke one or something. I mean, because for the love of God, he's bitter at everything. Just like, <laughs> oh, you know, so. Yeah, well, we'll see how this this works and see whether or not they can get Eddie Kingston any higher up the, uh, the popularity chain and see whether or not he can truly get to that next level as they seem to, there seems to be a lot of people on the interwebs that are seeming to think that He's a, a next star. He's a Stone Cold Steve Austin or a Sandman type character that could no. get. I was like, really? I no. just don't see that. He doesn't have that it. No. I mean, no. when you watched wrestling back in the day, Steve Austin. I remember when he came in to WCW from World Class Championship Wrestling. Mm-hmm. He had it. You saw it. You knew it. It was there. You're like, whatever it is, he had it. And you were just like, yeah, this guy's golden. This guy's golden. He came in as ringmaster yeah. to WWF, E at the time, and or F at the time, but E now. <laughs> and it was like, ringmaster. They stuck him with Ted DiBiase. I'm like, okay, well, it might be all right. So, and then it was like, what the hell? Yeah. It's like, no. And then as soon as he cut that, you know, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass off to the races because thank God for ECW along mm-hmm. the way when he went to ECW before and was able to cut those promos get to talk like he could talk but mm-hmm. found himself when he was doing it like the ringmaster that was the dumbest thing ever like what the ri- ringmaster I'm, you know and 
it's one of those things. There's guys like him, Sandman. I mean, he was a top guy for ECW, but as soon as they started bringing in other guys, mm -hmm. he wasn't the top guy anymore. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't see it. Eddie Kingston is not a money guy. He's a part of a package of a show. Mm -hmm. He is not a money guy. Absolutely. In my opinion. Well, turning to WWE, we saw the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Uh, it was one of their um, more popular pay-per-views oh. recently. For, I was going to say, Brian yep. Danielson broke his arm. Oh, that's right. At the, uh, uh, at the uh, paper. Corbin door. Yeah. When he went. When, yeah, ten uh, minutes in. Yeah. Uh, Okada went to do an elbow drop, and he dropped into a Juju Katami. Yes. Like an, ar an arm bar. And when he was doing that, he I guess he came down on Danielson's arm as he was transitioning. Oh. And coming off the top and broke his forearm. Yeah, I was gonna. I wanted to mention that because we mentioned Danielson, and so. That's right. But now he has more time to help book. Maybe it'll get better. So. That's right. Maybe maybe the creative side of things will, will improve now. That he can just focus on that for the next six to eight weeks, yeah. or as long as he's going to be. But uh, you know, uh, going back to the WWE and, and Money in the Bank, it's their uh, consistent booking these days has been strong. Yep. They had a, a great Money in the Bank with uh, Damian Priest winning for the gentleman. And we had uh, EO Sky winning for the ladies. Yes. And both of those were well deserved. I loved watching the memes out there showing that they were both uh, uh, former champions in NXT together at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Very similar time frames. And uh, so, with the Kevin's comparison, having that on the main roster now, uh, hopefully that means we'll have some consistently stronger, newer talent at the top of the food chain. Well, you know what's funny before this. You know, Damian, uh, Damian Priest was another guy. Mm -hmm. Triple H came in and took over the booking. And that guy is gold. I don't care what anyone says. You, you want to talk Booker of the Year? Send the plaque that way. Because, Agreed. I mean, Tony Khan has not been Booker of the Year. No. Like, you know, he got lucky. It's like, I mean, when he had nothing to book against, really, anything was better with what WWE was producing at the time. Mm -hmm. But, l like, last year, when, like, Triple H, when he took it over, man, that's golden. Like, look at the how he, like, if you watch it from a booker standpoint, you watch how he builds, like, from match to overall angle to the yes. characters to help build up. Look, I mean, Rhea Ripley was just, what, what was he, what was she then? Like, she was just another person. Yep. And then you know, with the, with this, with this, uh, oh look, Penny wants to be part of the podcast. That's right. Somebody wants to return. Penelope Murderdog wants to talk. <laughs> Come here. Um, you know, like they're just part of the product. But do you mean they put them with uh, with Finn Balor? Well, Edge at first with Finn Balor, and mm -hmm. then and Dominic Mysterio. They took three decent and let them bring out a character and that's what they want people want to know a character yes. ww sorry aew the guys they like are the guys like ftr with the character punk um john moxley cesaro mm -hmm. marrow you know they keep taking away from the house of black mm -hmm. you know they have characters they have some, not just oh look at us we're, we're the match that never ends and we're just going to do flips all day look at circus de soleil like it's like oh come on mm -hmm. you know it, it's character and the way they built like and i mean you know like with uh what's her name won the uh women's money in the bank yes guy yes guy so they built her they built her up now too uh, they have so such a 
so many levels and layers and people they can move up. Like, really, the men's money in the bank, any one of those guys could have won it. Absolutely. And it could have done great stuff, be it, you know. Well, there's so many different angles they could have taken with it, right? Yeah. So, um, Logan Paul was hands-on favorite. They figured that he would get it just because of the social media rub. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've got... L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Who has got the organic uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin... Uh, now he's got right it. Now. You want to talk about oh, it? Absolutely. That's 100%. the guy right there. Yeah. He's... Know, he's got himself over without having to uh, really deviate. And he's been getting criticized from all guys. Kevin Nash calling him a rock ripoff. Right. And it's like, okay, let, let's focus on the fact that you couldn't do a whole lot without tearing your quad two or three times. Uh. Okay, a rock. When you were when I you mean, were the champion at the time, you couldn't draw a shit. Okay. What's, what's his name from? Remember TNA? They had the the flying Elvises. There's that one dude, and I can't remember his name. That was a rock ripoff. <laughs> La Knight. I don't consider him a rock ripoff. He cuts, goes in and cuts his and does his thing. It, it's. I mean, it, it would I be find like more of a Stone Cold. Um, ask yeah. Yeah, more yeah. towards that character than do the Rock. But regardless but of I that think fact, he's got his own thing going on. It's not a, oh, look, I'm Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan 2.0 or uh, Austin 2.0 or any of these. He's got his own little thing. Certainly does. And just because you're taking a certain mannerism, what does that mean? Yeah. Right? We had the Nature Boys, right? You had yeah. Nature Boy Buddy Landell. You had Nature Boy Ric Flair. But, Buddy Rogers. Buddy before, Rogers yeah. before that, yeah. right? Before so, that, not, but Gorgeous, gorgeous George, George. Right? Exactly. Like, so get over yourself. You know, or or if you look at the superstar to... Billy Graham's. I mean, how many guys came from Billy Graham, mm-hmm. Scott Steiner, Hulk Hogan? Um, take, take all those chiseled guys like that. Yeah. You know, there's a number of guys that he influenced. Austin Idol, even. Yeah. You know, I mean, so sorry, go ahead. But no, yeah. But uh, yeah, this is one of those things that you just you, you want to have the the appearance that you're not a bitter, washed up, yesterday's news wrestler. He's an, right? You've gotten old so and you moved on. It. Stop cutting into a guy he's just doing his thing he's doing what wwe's telling him and he's adding his spin to it i don't think he's ripping anybody no not at all in my opinion i don't think so because he i mean when i see him i don't say oh he's trying to be the rock i don't see it at all he because he was doing that la night or sorry that that before he was la night um max dupree or the eli drake eli he did the point with the eli drake like he was doing that it back well before NWA like TNA, TNA. Impact T- TNA Impact NWA like I mean I don't I don't I've never seen him as a rock ripoff no, so not even close you also had the return of Drew McIntyre yes coming in to face off with Gunther and that will be a uh, definite um, good pairing it, it feeds off of their Wrestlemania uh, yep. triple threat that they had with Sheamus uh, I love, we'll be interested I love to see what happens Imperium with Imperium and, and Gunther. It's like uh, they're so they're golden. You talk about layers, because then you got like, like said, there's so many layers that haven't guys. even begun. Like I, I'm so ticked off that they never even had a chance to do an Imperium versus the Bloodline. Yeah. That would have been awesome. That's what I was looking for too. That would have been you know. golden. I mean, this reminds me. If you go back to Mid Atlantic Wrestling back in the day, yeah. you had Flair, Piper, Steamboat, Youngblood, Slaughter, Canoodle, the Russians, the Horsemen. Uh, like yeah. it's like, oh, that guy's out. We're just gonna move these guys in. It was it, like they've got so many. Yeah. Oh, this guy can't do. We're gonna move Gunther up there. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, those tag teams not a go. 
we're gonna put the Imperium in there. Yeah. Oh, you know, this guy, like they've got so many options and it all turn out well. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. There is potential, there, there's always a potential, uh, you know, with uh, right now with the, the Usos being uh, face and um, Solo and Roman being the heels. There's a possibility that eventually they're all four on the same side as faces at some point. Maybe we still do get that Imperium versus the Bloodline. Not the yeah. same as far as I'm concerned. I'd, I'd like the heel Bloodline. Face, I don't mind Imperium, maybe. Uh, yeah. But I just I, for me, I, I don't want to see the, the face Bloodline yeah, versus I don't... The, the Imperium. Roman Reigns. No. As a, no, you know what I mean? Keep like, him heel. You know, I get it. And Solo can't go. No. Solo's a golden heel like he's the guy that there's another guy that mm -hmm. that can that could jump up maybe not the top guy right now give him a couple of years he'll be there definitely you know i mean it's 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 bred into these guys like like this this solo grew up around the business so he understands it yep you know he, he's wild samoans and that whole family he went wild samoan training camp like he grew up like you know his, his dad was uh was fatu you know, and grew up around uh, Afa and Sika, mm -hmm. like Afa's wrestling school. Yeah. So I don't think Sika has much to do with it. Um, but you grew up around it. Mm -hmm. It's like you grew up in, around a cars and your dad's a mechanic. I mean, you're going to know how to change the oil or uh, whatever on your, on your tires and brakes and all that crap on your vehicle, like nothing, because you yep. grew up around it. You know, but he, he's, he'll be a top heel. Definitely. Yeah, he's definitely got the potential to be there. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Drew McIntyre to see whether or not he does resign. There's rumors going out that he had resigned, but apparently he hasn't. And they added on for the time he was off with the injury. Absolutely. As well, so it's uh, to mid 2024. Oh, that's good. I think so. You know, I mean, but he was, from what I read, he was he wasn't happy. They were coming at him with some creative, and he's like, "This is garbage." Mm -hmm. And you know, in a way, I get it. In a way. You know, but I also get it as a promoter's point of view. I paid you to be here. That's right. You know, the old uh, job squad. Pin me, pay me. Do my job. You know, right? well, that's it. And you got to have those guys that know what. You know, not that I doubt anybody job them out, but I mean, if people come to him with stupid, you know, with like something really dumb, sure, just be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And you should. Any talent should be um, not afraid to say, well, I don't like that. You know, and it's like, I mean, but I mean, on the indies and stuff, like we had shows this week. And I mean, not one guy complained about who's going over doing what. It, I had a guy put a guy over and he wasn't supposed to, and he had no problem. Mm -hmm. He didn't care. It was, it was like, not that he didn't care. It was like, there was not, he was like, oh crap. I thought, oh crap. You know, I mean, in the grand scheme, yeah. things didn't matter. But, you know, it's like, I mean, you didn't we didn't have those issues and you shouldn't no. have the issues no. you know these guys that are all well i don't want to do this and what about my character i'm a champ in this town i don't give a shit where you're a champ from like you know what i mean it's great you hold you hold a title for another company you took this booking has nothing to do with that no nope. you know um and and that's that it's you're gonna come in and you're gonna do because i mean you've seen my booking i do nothing to make people look bad no nope. And you can still put a guy over and look great. Absolutely. And that's the way you always, the way it should be. I mean, you don't want to devalue anybody because if you have a guy go over somebody who looks like crap, he just be crap. So. Yeah. 
And if you don't have a strong roster, you're not going to have a strong interest. That's right. And that, like I said, WWE has layers because we haven't even talked about guys like Sammy, o- Sammy and Kevin Owens. And uh, I mean, the, the, you know, you have Matt Riddle. Uh, you have, I mean, the, that goes down Austin. There, like, there's so many guys. Like I said, it reminds me. You've got two shows of like the old, uh, old uh, Mid Atlantic territory. You have it's, they're stacked. You've been listening to Pro Wrestling Viewpoint with Mike Shea.